0: This is a three hundred and two podcast. Are you from Delaware, by the way?
1: Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm from really close by here. Actually, I live in Smyrna now, but uh, I grew up in um, by Andrews Lake. Do you guys? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Riverview Estates. Did
2: you go to Lake Forest?
1: I did for elementary and middle school. I went to Polytech.
0: Ah, you're one yeah, of those. Half
2: the Lake Forest people
1: did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It had I, I think Lake Forest, I, I haven't been in the school lately, but um, I know when I was trying to pick high schools, the Polytech High School was, like, amazing, and the Lake Forest High School was, like, ooh.
2: <laughs> Yeah, a lot of people are, like, that's the place to go. But it's, I think a lot's changed, because I've been
1: in the Lake Forest High School in the last, you know, five, six, seven years, and it's, it's very nice, but mm-hmm. I think Polytech was ahead of the curve, you know, in... Two thousand because they just got more funding
2: than yeah. these schools mm. did. So yeah, and then they had different like choices of things to do. Yes, and I think people like that.
0: So when did you write your book?
2: I wrote the book. Um,
1: I finished the first draft of it last August, which was really exciting because I'd never finished a draft because I've been writing books for a long time, but I'd never actually finished one. But I finished the first draft last August, and then I got my dad to read it, and he was like oh this is like this is like a real book you <laughs>
2: <laughs> when your parents were surprised yeah,
1: yes they were surprised like oh because they'd known I was writing stuff in the past and, and you know I was never able to finish anything so they were kind of like oh you actually finished something and, oh this is actually like it has a plot oh my gosh <laughs> yeah. You've actually kind of completed something. This is good. Um, and then what I did after that was I uh, got a real editor to hmm. look at it and tell me everything I did wrong. And <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. And then it was really was it good. brutal. Oh, it, I wanted it to be brutal. Oh, okay. I tried to find the most brutal person I could find to do it, and I paid him a, a pretty good amount of money, so I had <laughs> some invested in it. And uh, no, it was really, really, really helpful because I could sense that there were some things wrong with it, but I didn't really know what they were. But then he kind of put a pin on like, oh, you need to do something here, 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 here. And then, and after, after that, it just kind of came together pretty quickly. I was able to edit it back together in a couple months. And, uh, and then I brought in some more editors to do, because that's, there's kind of three stages of editing. You've got your um, developmental edit, which is just sort of, The plot, the ideas, the characters, and all that good stuff. Like, what's working in the story, what's not working in the story. This is where I was as a reader when I got to this point. Um, And this didn't jive with me. Or this was really good. Um, And then you've got your other editors, which are more, like, you know, grammatical and, Mm. and turns of phrase that you might have in the story
2: and things like that. Have you always wanted to be a writer?
1: Yeah, I've written stuff since, like, I've been writing since I was a little kid. And I've always been writing something. But I never really clicked for me exactly kind of the science of it. Yeah. You know.
3: Mm.
2: What's your like inspiration behind
1: it? Behind this book in particular, um, <laughs> this book in particular, it's kind of funny what's my inspiration behind it because um, it's you'll think it's silly, but um, I I really hated that 2016 Ghostbusters movie. <laughs> which it sounds it, which sounds totally off the wall, but I didn't like it. And then I was starting to think, like, why don't I like this? It's Ghostbusters. I love Ghostbusters. I've been waiting for this. And then it kind of boiled. Then I went back and watched the first Ghostbusters. I'm like, what do I like about this? Mm. Um, and so I, I was kind of thinking, I could do that better. <laughs> mm, yeah. So, so I was like, well, I won't do Ghosts. So I was like, I'll do Mermaids. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll do some guys that hunt mermaids, and and then it just kind of – that was sort of the inspiration. It's nothing like Ghostbusters, but that was kind of the jumping-off <laughs> point because yeah. then it kind of takes all these left and right
0: turns. Mm. Well, what's the title of your book? It's Chesapeake Bay Monsters. Got it. So do you pull a lot of inspiration from this area growing up from here?
1: Uh, yeah. Well, it's funny because when I was halfway done with it, <clears throat> I was um, – it took place in New Hampshire, and I've never been to New Hampshire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, and I'm on I'm on Google Maps, like trying to figure out, like, all right, where is it? What are these areas like? And then I'm like, what am I stupid? Just
2: write it right here. Yeah, <laughs> we've got plenty of bodies of water. Yeah. <laughs> Have you always been interested in more like fiction based? Yeah, yeah. I mean, because
1: uh, I guess because um, there's there's so much more you can do, and so many more unexpected places it can go, and easier ways to surprise people. I think, um, and that's really what I like. What I the other thing with this, which I did, <clears throat> which is different than the things I had been doing was I was trying to write things that I thought I could sell, you know, whereas this, mm. I kind of just, I just wrote what I would want to read, mm. you know?
0: Oh. So you're saying the first couple drafts were more like, I want to sell this. Uh, not books? just
1: not
2: other books,
1: just oh, other, okay. like other
0: books that were just like, you know, the trying ones you
2: didn't finish
1: the right? ones I didn't yeah. finish oh. were just for other people. This one was just like, I'm just going to write. I don't care if it ever gets published or anything. I'm just going to so write So it's more it for like me. a work of passion. Yeah. Well, you have <laughs> to be a little passionate to finish one of these things. Yeah. I'm well, you. I feel
2: like it's really different if you were like, I just want to, you know, you hear people be like, I just want to be an author and be a bestseller. Right. That's so, probably like, what it was. So mm. you try to like write to that, but it's yeah. like, if you've never done it, what does it look like? Yeah, right? like, exactly. But the best works are usually the most unexpected ones. Yes, yes,
1: and I don't, and I don't even know how good this is going to be. But um,
0: <laughs> even you haven't read it yet. E- no, oh, no, I've read no. it.
1: I like it, <laughs> yeah. but so
0: okay. Yeah. Is this is writing your full time?
1: No, I mean I'm a real estate agent. Um, okay, so. I mean, I'm kind of my, me and my wife both work, but I'm kind of the um, I'm the flexible one that takes care of the kids and stuff that has more of the flexible job and things. But I would I would love to do this full time. Okay, I
0: why not? No, I, <laughs>
1: writing's hard.
0: I can imagine. I'm not a very no, good writer. No,
1: <laughs> and I'm kind of in the and I'm in the throes of my second one right now, which is really exciting um. too. So is
0: this, this going to be a series or? No, this okay. is a
1: total, total one off. Cause that was, I, I did have a sort of a mind to selling things, which was, I, well, let me rephrase that. I knew I wanted to finish something, so I didn't want to have like this, have too many open ends on mm-hmm. it where I could, there are a few, I mean, there's a, there's a few places you could possibly go on a sequel, but no, it was, I really just wanted to have something that like, this is done, you know, and I can go do my next thing and have that just be its thing. And if, and it depends on how far along you get in this pseudo-career that I think I have. <laughs> you know, where if I'm writing a lot of books, then yeah, maybe we could do some series and stuff. But I, I think I might get bored if I did.
3: Oh.
2: Yeah, you get to know a, the characters too well. Then. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
0: So what age group is this book for, really? This
1: is definitely for 18 plus. Okay. Definitely for an 18 An adult plus. book. It's definitely an adult book. I mean, it's not... Gratuitous or anything, but it is definitely for adults. Can you tell us a little bit about the plot? Sure, I mean, you mentioned mermaids.
0: Yeah, mermaids. Sure. That's oh, I, I mean, I
1: guess I, I guess I should mention some of the plot. So basically, it's about these three middle-aged guys, and they're not they're not good guys by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, they're <laughs> definitely kind of sh- schlubby guys, and that's something that is a piece that I picked up from that Ghostbusters movie. Because if you watch that first 1984 Ghostbusters movie, those guys are not. They're, they're basically plumbers that are hunting ghosts. I mean, that's the shtick. Um, so I wanted to have kind of that where we have like these guys that are kind of schlubbier guys become mermaids. So they, they basically – they're in Maryland and they just trip upon these monsters and then they decide to open a business hunting them because they produce – Something that's very valuable mm. that they can sell. Oh I, you're not gonna
0: tell us what they produce. Oh I, I, I mean <laughs> no, on one we'll version, leave some mystery to readers. Yeah.
1: It's uh well, I, I'll tell you. Um, it's basically this cream that will make you look younger. Oh,
2: oh fountain of youth. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. People would pay a lot for that. I, <laughs> <laughs> um, I always like characters though that I'm glad you wrote like that aren't just like good characters and bad characters because I think people are tired of that. Yeah, humans are too dynamic.
1: Yes, for absolutely, oh. absolutely. So yeah, these guys are. I they made me put a uh, my my third editor had said hey you got to put a trigger warning in here so people know like these guys are. You don't support what these guys are saying. I'm like, of course yeah. I don't support what <laughs> these guys are saying. Yeah. <laughs> well, your cover's beautiful.
3: Yeah, oh, it's a great looking cover. Well,
1: I, I really wanted to spend a lot of time on because uh, I did finish it. I, I wanted to, the presentation to be good um, yeah. because you know it's really easy now to just you know if you finish a book you can just you can just publish it. I mean it's not it's not that mm. difficult. But I really did want it to look like something that. It's a real book, you know?
2: (laughs) Yeah, there is a difference. I do notice that there are some books that have certain looks that you're like, okay, this is like a self-published versus one that was very thought out on the cover right Not that they're not thinking about the cover but i don't know how to describe that without like, i'm not insulting anyone <laughs> any local authors but like some of them just are it's like there's a very specific look where you're like oh okay but this one looks like it would fit in all the other barnes and noble books
1: mm-hmm. yeah and the biggest key with the cover was i had almost nothing to do with it which was... <laughs> <laughs> that's the key, yeah. that's the key. I, I just said what did i tell him i said uh because they said, what do you think? And I said, nautical Halloween, and this is what they came out. with. It's a good time here? Here?
2: When does it come out? Uh, it comes out on Tuesday.
0: Uh, oh, man. Uh, right around the corner. Yeah.
2: Yep. Well, this will be out. Well, this will have already been. Okay. It'll be have already been out. So okay. well, it really so already came out. Oh, okay. <laughs> Congratulations for me. Sales yeah. are booming.
3: Yeah. Tuesday would be
0: October 17th anyways, right? Yes. So, all right. Perfect. Okay. And then just online, or is it going to be in physical no. places?
1: Oh, it's, um. well... It depends on how how well it does. I'm sure it's not going to be in any physical places right off the jump, but you can get a hard copy on Amazon or Barnes & Noble or any of those places oh, cool. you can get. A, uh, a a Kindle version on Amazon. Oh, nice. They wanted. Uh, I was thinking about doing an audiobook, but I was just like, Let's "Would you post. read it? Would I read it? Yeah, yeah
0: would, you, would do you do your own, own audiobook? audiobook?
2: Oh my gosh, that would be so terrifying. How uh, <laughs> okay. uh, will you have like with? Uh, uh, I to a lot of audiobooks, and some of them it's like you have the actors that are playing it. And there's some really good ones. Yeah, like do they do the voices? And then some of them when the author reads themselves, it's also really great. Yeah, you're, like they like. You just tell they're really into the right... Food. You know right. What I mean? Like, they know right. what exactly what to do and say.
1: Right. Well, it, it's funny because this one... The actor one would probably be better because I don't... I don't do a lot of, like, long descriptions or anything mm-hmm. like that. It's mm-hmm. mostly... If you, if, I'm. A, this is for you guys. I, I love this. I brought this. <laughs> oh, to you. Guys. Oh, thank but, you. But um, it's mostly characters just yeah. talking in the book. It's there's there's some description and stuff. But I, because I, I always find I'm I'm pretty clunky when I'm trying to write out descriptions and and how people look or how everything or how things are. I mean, I kind of do it a little bit. I kind of guide a little bit, but I really just leave it up to the imagination a lot of the time and let the characters kind of tell the story through the dialogue.
2: Did you find dialogue hard to write?
1: No, that's why it's mm. so much easier to me than, than prose and mm. um, turns of yeah. phrase and stuff, just because I just listen to how people talk and I just can kind of get a sense of it. And then after a while with some of these characters, cause there's two or three characters that are the main people talking and and sometimes you I almost have to write because they're just constantly talking in my head and you have to like, oh, this is good stuff. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Having a conversation in your head. Know, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. Do you inspire some other certain people the way they talk? Yes, Yes, definitely, and and not and not
1: always in not always there they, they wouldn't want me they wouldn't want to be attributed they would not want to be associated with this but yeah no I definitely get a lot of from how I've heard other people talk and how I've heard people respond to that and just and it kind of created this kind of nice dynamic between all the characters because the the night the, the what you want to do is you want to have as few dialogue tags as you possibly can. You want the reader to just know instinctively, just based on what was said and how it was said, oh, I know which character said Mm. this.
0: Mm. That makes sense.
2: It does. Did you teach yourself to write or did you um, take uh, courses?
1: No, never took a course. But the,
2: the nice thing now
1: – one, I, but I will say this. Um, the nice thing now is – and I have an MBA. I went to college and everything else, but I didn't take any writing classes. But the nice thing now is on YouTube and all these other places, you can – there's – I don't know why anyone would go to college. There's nothing I could ever need to know how to do that I cannot just figure out how to do. I need to learn how to change the oil in my car. Somebody did a YouTube video hmm. showing show yeah. me how to do that. So there's a lot of videos out there on YouTube and all these other places where they will kind of coach you through the science of how to do a plot and and all that stuff. And it it did – a lot of that did help me through the editing process
2: Oh, that's great. So are there certain, like, um, creators that you really like to follow for other people that are, like, aspiring writers?
1: Well, I really – he, Brandon Sanderson, are you guys familiar with him? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So he's a really good author. He has like three books out right now. Yeah, just didn't just, we a, just saw one that came. I, up I don't know where when he sleeps.
3: No. But, yeah, <laughs> he's, he's definitely
1: yeah. an alien. But um, but he had he teaches a course at BYU. Oh. Um, and they're all on YouTube. Oh so wow. So you can just oh, go oh, and sit amazing. and watch his YouTube courses, and he'll teach you like, hey, this is what where, where I. You know what I think is important, and and you know,
0: essentially like a free creative writing course. Yeah, online.
1: exactly. And he, he, I think he teaches it every year or every other year or something, and he always puts it on YouTube. And so there, I, I actually know the curriculum now. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and you I can teach it. <laughs> yeah, I could teach his course now, but it was that was a really helpful one for me to try and work through.
0: Wow. I don't know how he finds time to teach and then write like a thousand page world creating book.
1: No, it's wild. (laughs) The other thing, uh, because that's the hardest thing about writing a book, honestly, is just sitting down and writing the book. Because you can think about like, oh, I'm going to have this happen and I'm going to have that happen. But if you don't sit down and just write it, it never happens. And part of the problem, if you're like me and you're like a a perfectionist, it's you write something. You're like, oh, this sounds like crap.
3: Yeah, like so you're like overanalyzing it. Yeah, you're it.
1: overanalyzing it. You're trying to edit it. I'm going back to the top of the paragraph when the reality is this is one thing I definitely learned from finishing this book. All first drafts are terrible. <laughs> Stephen King – You know, Oscar Wilde, any of them, their first draft was awful. I'm sure of it. (laughs) There's no way it wasn't. Like, you have to fit because once you finish something, now it's like, oh, I've got something, and you can kind of look at it and see what's wrong with it. Whereas if you haven't finished it, you're changing stuff and then you're shooting yourself in the foot because then you move on to the next thing, like, oh, I really shouldn't have changed that. I'm going to go back and do it. Where the reality is, you should just write. Know it's going to be bad and just hammer out that first draft as fast as you possibly can. Mm.
2: That's great advice. Just like people realizing it's okay to be yeah, awful well, in your first draft because everybody is.
1: Yeah. yeah. And, yeah.
0: and it's going to finish.
2: And it, Yeah, exactly. You want to finish it so you can...
1: Have something to fix Um, because I actually found that once I finished it, I loved going back and going like, what was I thinking here? But I have the benefit of hindsight. I know how everything ends so I can Mm. set things up better because that's really a good part of storytelling too is you want to have setups and then you want to have payoffs later on. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. Were there any times where you had like writer's block?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, yes, but it's mostly just you've run into a problem in the story and you're not really sure how to solve it. So one of the things that I do to kind of solve it is if you just sit in front of the computer and don't have anything (laughs) else going on, you'll eventually just start writing something. Or the other thing is if it's really bad, just jump out of that scene and go to a future scene. And just write that scene, and then just go on from there. So now you've got a hole in the book, but as you continue on, then you're like, "Oh, the the problem will solve itself. Like, oh, I know where to f- what to fill in there. You know, I'll go and stuff this in."
2: So, but the biggest thing is just keep writing.
1: Just, you. It, it sounds silly, but that's really what you have to do: is just turn off your phone and just. Yeah, which is impossible. It doesn't
2: sound silly. Cause I, we, I don't know. I like a lot of like reading different things. And one of the things I read once was about how important boredom is, mm-hmm. because if you like force yourself to like, we're not bored anymore. Right. Like it's just like, not like kids don't know what boredom is anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and so the part of it is that creativity comes out of it. So if you force yourself to like sit there and do nothing, eventually your brain's like, Oh, I'm bored. And then it'll be like, Oh, here's some creative things. Yes. You know? So just like forcing yourself to be uncomfortable and sit.
1: Exactly. I mean, I, I try to, I have. I say this to my son all the time. Whenever he says I'm bored, I just say, "You're not bored. You're boring. Come up. And, come, oh. come up with. Get a <laughs> I said, "Come up with something to entertain me with. You know, yeah. and it, it's like, put your iPad down for a second and think. You yeah. Know? And, and normally when he does that, he does come up with some pretty oh, stuff, cool stuff. So,
0: how how old are your kids?
1: Uh, my daughter is. Oh, I better get this right. My daughter. <laughs> <laughs> my daughter is ten, and my son is seven.
2: Oh, those are fun ages. Mm. Mm. They, they,
1: uh, you say that to every
2: age. <laughs> no, there's definitely some ages that go, oh, that's hard. That's oh hard. Like, two-year-olds, I think, are challenging. Yeah,
1: I, I, you're probably right.
2: <laughs> I, I like... They're
1: so cute, though, and they don't talk back.
2: That's they
1: all say. They they
2: have to be adorable because otherwise... <laughs> when they're trying to learn their boundaries, you know? right.
0: like, Either of you two kids um, interested in writing?
2: Uh,
1: well... Yes, well, I think it's more because, like Daddy showed up with a book like "Ooh, you did this, yeah. <laughs> but no, we do try to um you know, it's it's so hard to get a kid interested in reading now because it's mm-hmm. like there's so many other things you could be doing. Like I loved Goosebumps when I was a kid. Oh Goosebumps. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh, I love those, and I still. I,
2: scared. I, I, <laughs> I, I couldn't
0: read them.
1: <laughs> I have every one of those original runs. I still have them.
0: The original. Yeah, oh yeah. wow. And That's I impressive.
1: well, and I um, I have them. I had them kind of on display in my house because that's what you do with your books. You put right, them on display. Yeah. But
0: <laughs> We have our books, color-coded that. books over there.
1: <laughs> but um, I was trying to get my kids to read them and it's just, they just can't, they, they, it takes too long. There's just, they'd rather be watching something. It's so hard
0: to Is compete Is it kind with. of that instant gratification, you <laughs> think? Yes,
1: yes, yes. I mean, we have to try and pull those iPads off them as, as yeah. often as we can, but you know, we gave it to them. So we, wanted to, <laughs> we wanted to eat our dinner in peace and we're like, here, take this and it, we have only ourselves to blame. <laughs> Did
2: you, did you always like reading growing yeah. up? Yeah. Yeah, it was always a thing. Did your parents like reading?
1: No. Uh-huh. No, they do now that they're retired. But yeah. no, like I said, I always read... Goose- you,
2: just, you just found a passion in it?
1: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I read uh, Goosebump books when I was really young, like in elementary school. And then I think I read... I was, I'm a big Star Trek fan, mm. so I read a lot of Star no, Trek books, Star Wars books.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, I grew up... My dad only watched sci-fi. I didn't let us watch kids shows. Yeah. So, like... That's what I know. Like yeah. when people are like, oh, you've probably not heard of this. I'm like, yes, I have. I have, I have watched the most ridiculous things.
0: Yeah. Like she was talking about like Stargate SG one or something. The that other was day. not
2: bad. Or, or you know what I saw is coming back is quantum leap.
0: Oh uh, yeah. I, I don't know what the, any of those Oh, I love
1: quantum leap. <laughs> Me too. I great,
2: loved it so much.
1: Great theme song, but I can't, what's the theme song for that? I can't, um, oh man, it's going to. When I think of it, it's going to be this endless jingle Yeah, it'll never head.
2: stop. Yeah. I, I just remember it was like good storylines because I was like – I like historical fiction. It's actually right. what I choose to read a lot. So it was like going back in time. But I think that Quantum Leap show is out.
0: I think oh, the new one. Oh, it's out? I, th- I think oh. Okay.
2: Well, you can tell I'm very behind on TV. So I might <laughs> discover something and be like, oh my gosh, and i like two years old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm super
1: behind on TV too. Well, the problem is there's no like – um there's no just regular, hey, ABC, NBC, CBS, now they're all over the place. Mm-hmm. You've got it on Apple TV, you've got this one on Netflix, you've got this one on Max, you've got this one over here on Disney Plus. It's like, oh, I and I got all these different apps that I never watch. You know? <laughs> we try to get rid of
2: them yeah. slowly.
1: Yeah. Well, that's the good part is you can, if you find that you're not watching anything on Amazon, you just cut them loose.
2: Well, it's helpful here because we don't have good internet. So some of it streams well, but some doesn't. So then you're just forced not to. You don't (laughs) have good internet here. They won't bring it out. If if anyone's listening, they say they're bringing internet to the rural areas, but... this, they just don't bring it to us and we have to pay if we want it. They were like, you have to pay. And I think last time we checked, a year ago, it was like 50000 But this isn't really that rural, really. I think oh, no, I can no. see what the highway. Woodside yeah. <laughs> yeah. has it. The farm over there has it. Um, and Viola has it.
0: Yeah. Wow. So there's like seven houses that don't have it. Yeah. And, and like, yeah, it's yeah. too much work.
2: I know. It's so weird. Because they keep saying they're bringing it to rural areas, but I think it's just like a yeah, top we had, uh, for political people. Right.
0: We had Dish for like two years. Oh, that was yeah. And then the cloud would come through right. and they'd be like, ah, oh, darn it. The dish yeah.
2: was really bad. Because yeah. if there's there's a storm at all we yeah were, like, there's
0: uh, like oh, we're not watching anything watching right yeah
2: that's why i'm into reading there was nothing to do <laughs>
1: <laughs> well good well like i said i brought this one for you guys so judge me harshly leave a leave a review for me <laughs> yeah all, i'll read it what do, where do you
0: want the review at
1: um well uh, wherever you leave reviews wherever <laughs> you think people might read it amazon <laughs> probably amazon, amazon.
2: well Man, they have such like a hold on books
1: <laughs> Yeah, no, it's, they really do, and I was, you know, of course I was trying to give it to a few people so I could get some early reviews, but they, you can't even put it on Amazon until Tuesday.
0: Oh, until the book oh. comes out. Until really? the book comes out. Yeah. Really? No
2: early reviews?
1: No, you can, you can put it on Goodreads, um, which I have a couple of them on there from just mm. people I know that I gave an early copy to, but... No, the Amazon is really. It's going to be full court press on Tuesday for me, mm. like marketing, because that's the other thing. You're you're the author, but if you do want to sell it and you don't have a publisher, which I don't have. I mean, I published it myself. You you you're marketer in chief too.
2: How are you going to market?
0: Yeah, where are you going?
1: Um, it's going to be mostly through Facebook, um, and then Amazon has some paid for marketing through there too. Um, it's going to be the
2: main. Have you connected with the Rehoboth Bookstore? No, but I've been in it. You should. Really they, they, they do a lot with local support artists. Support
0: local. Like, yeah, they do. Lot.
1: Okay. No, I'll definitely reach out to them. Yeah. Um, like I said, I'm, I'm new at this and hadn't. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean,
2: yeah. It's the first time. Like, what do you yeah. what
0: do you, you should do check, do? like, uh, like the Smyrna and Dover public libraries or something sure. like that. Or Kent County Library.
1: No, I think I should. Um, I just need to do it.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's like it's, like well, it's all, all on you, gig, right?
0: this is your for, side gig, right, yeah. for now?
1: No. Well, like I said, I, I'd love to make it my main gig. I really would. It's really what I – I do real estate too, but this and I've been doing real estate for like seven years. But oh, this is so much more fun. Mm. There's no doubt about
0: it. <laughs> Every time you buy and sell a house, you should be like, "Hey, here's a book too." Oh, oh yeah, I
1: would you can leave it there. Yeah, look
2: at that. that. People <laughs> love local things.
1: Yeah, well, I, I love this area too. I've been here for uh, you know. I, my wife came in from uh, Philadelphia, and she was like, "You yeah, well, let's move to Tennessee. Let's go." And I was like, "Nah, nah, nah." Like
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> what, what brought her down here? Me.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, we meet a lot of couples like that, um, where, because he's not from here. Yeah. And so we do a lot of couples where it's like the Delawareans, like, bring these people in. Yeah. And
0: well, then we get stuck here. Because yeah. the Delawareans <laughs> love it if they that's don't want to leave.
2: That's how she feels. Um, <laughs>
3: <laughs> I just talked to your wife about it. We'll on that.
1: <laughs> but uh, no, because, uh, yeah, I've been with my wife for a long time. I think we met in 2004. Okay. Um, how did so- you guys meet? Well, we we met online before meeting online was a thing.
0: Oh. So. <laughs> well, what, what was it back then? Trend Well, oh,
1: you know, I, I you know, we, me and Amy, me and her, her name's Amy. We uh, we disagree about exactly what <laughs> site it was because it was definitely not like a dating site we, we were we spent most of our time talking to each other through instant messenger oh, just yeah. like that to date like myself. A-I-M. i remember that yeah i remember, I remember that <laughs> i yeah. thought
2: that, that was
1: fun <laughs> cuz i when i met her i didn't even do like text messaging was around but i i'm i'm a kind of an anti tech person so I, I almost i i was one of the last people on the on the texting thing so we just did instant messenger
2: <laughs>
1: and then and she she well it's funny cuz she went to school in pennsylvania she went to cutstown which mm. is by um the poconos mm-hmm. so which is about two and a half hours away from here so That's where
3: Zach went. yes
1: i went up and saw her every week two and a half hours there two and a half hours back oh
3: yeah you were <laughs> dedicated
1: i was dedicated for like three or four years i had to be i mean i'm a goofy looking guy so i have to you
2: know. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you go to like ud or around here
1: no i went to um i went to del del, uh, del tech and then i went to um Wilmington across the street oh, nice.
3: oh yeah
2: and you have your business degree,
1: right? Is that yep, what Yep, I, I do. I've uh, got some more degrees than I know what to do with. haven't used any of them <laughs> at all. <laughs> so would you recommend your kids
2: go to college? Because you mentioned earlier, like YouTube. too.
1: No. I mean, if you, well, it depends. I mean, if you really want to, you know, if you want to be a doctor or something like that or an engineer, yeah, I think you should go to college because that's something you probably can't pick up on YouTube, but (laughs) (laughs) I don't want a YouTube doctor, but, uh, (laughs) but now it mean, but otherwise, no, there's so, there's so many other ways you can learn and everything else. And, And really the way you move up in At work is showing up to work And learning and doing a good job That's, you know, if you're going to be a dishwasher Be the best dishwasher you can be I mean, all that good stuff So No, I I don't think there's unless you have something really specific you need to have a plan come to, they're going to have to do a powerpoint presentation and convince me that it's a good idea <laughs> yeah that's
2: fair enough cuz i remember like there wasn't an option but college was like the path to take yeah
1: well it was just it's one of those things that you say it enough times It's like you got to go to college you got go to college, you gotta yeah. go to college and then it's like oh you I everyone's have to go to going, yeah everyone's you, going to, to college and yeah. i did you know but yeah. uh i just I had a I've, I've had a pretty good successful run in real estate, and I was pretty successful at my last career too. And honestly, I don't think I needed college for anything. But I will say one thing that college does do that you probably don't get from doing YouTube is the ability to stand up and talk in front of people, mm. which is something that a lot of people really I don't think public really speaking need. just and not and not even just speaking in public, just the ability to stand up in, in front of a group of five people, yeah. and, mm. you know,
2: and just isn't it like ranked like. The Bigger fear more than death, yeah.
0: <laughs> public speaking, yeah.
2: I think there's like a list of five fears, and it's like one or two, but like hmm. I think it's above death. Like, more people are scared of public speaking than dying. Well,
1: yeah. Well, when after death, it's over. When public speaking, you're like, uh, it, it doesn't <laughs> it matter. It, 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 it keeps right? going on, you know. But uh, yeah, I would say that is the biggest thing I got out of college because I was definitely deathly afraid of speaking in front of other people, whereas now. I, I'm not You're on a podcast talking. I'm, a a, of... I'm on a podcast. I actually ran for office like ten years ago did too. You? Oh, I did. what did for? you run for? I ran for state rep in District 29, oh. um, which is actually uh, well, it's kind of it's actually how I met Chris too. Um, but yeah, um, so you have to be pretty good at public speaking for that. Which and I wasn't, <laughs> but I was. I can't imagine having not done college and trying to do something like that. Mm. Um so you have to do the things that scare you. So I've always been kind of scared of public speaking.
2: I feel like you're like full of wisdom here on this podcast. I know, seriously. you <laughs> he like that's really good. Great advice. <laughs> so did you just learn just from doing like you just did it and it was awful and then you are uh, like for Oh, public no, speaking? Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, definitely. Oh, I had one moment. I mean, when I was doing it where here's the here's the thing with public speaking. You have to know what you're talking about, or at least think you know what you're talking about. So you can keep talking and you can talk without, you know, without even thinking about it. Mm. Whereas I, I, and I had one thing where I was like, nailed it. I remember when I was running for office, I was like, oh man, I crushed that. That was awesome. And I was like, I don't need to prepare for anything. So then on my next one, I did not prepare. Oh, no. And I just thought I'd go up there and wing it. And I was not ready. No. <laughs> so, Winging, it's hard. Yeah. For sure. Do you think you'd ever run for office again? Um, funny you would ask that. I the, when I ran the first time, I kind of I kind of knew that it was going to be an uphill climb for me to win. Mm-hmm. So, I, but I kind of went into it thinking like, oh, I'll just go in, you know. Maybe I'll win, but I'm probably going to lose. But I'll learn so much, and I'll, yeah. and, I, and it'll take some, sort of the edges off it, and I won't be as afraid to do it again. But no, after having done it, oh, God, no. Would, <laughs> never I again. Ne- no, I would never do it. Well, my wife absolutely hated it. Mm. She just hated it. She she was alone with the kids the whole – well, I guess I only had one then. But um, just she did not like it, and it took, takes up so much time. Yeah. I mean, every day was – you know, cause I had a full-time job too. So it was go knock on doors all day, every day that you're not working. Mm. And, and it was hard.
2: Yeah. That is hard. That is hard. Politics is a, a wild uh, place. Well,
1: <laughs> well, the funny thing, well, about it is it's like, I am, you know, you just have to kind of be comfortable with the fact that 30% are going to love you. 30% are going to hate your guts and think you're the devil. And the rest of the people don't even know who you are. So mm. it's oh, just, man. yeah,
0: <laughs> that's brutal. And, yeah.
1: brutal. and You just have to sort of accept that going in, um, that you're going to really irritate some people. I remember I did a parade. It was one of my first parades and I hated doing parades, but I did one. It's like
2: the necessity of it's, being a politician. It's what you have
1: to do. But I got out of uh, the line and like, I'm just shaking strangers hands. I don't know. I'm just like, Doing what I saw politicians do on TV. I'm like, hey. Da, da, da. Um, and I grab this guy's hand. And I shake it. And it's like it's a firm handshake. And then he he pulls me and he goes, you're going to lose,
3: you know. Oh, my <laughs>
0: I was God.
1: Like, okay, buddy. Nice to see you. Yeah, that's Thanks. scary. Thanks, bud. All right. See ya. Gosh. I see you, you're passionate. And like, <laughs> yeah. oh,
0: wow. He was not supportive of you. <laughs> he was not supportive of me.
1: And I was like, okay, buddy. But, uh, yeah, you just have to – it's what it was your what
2: motivation is. for running?
1: What was my motivation for running? I, uh, that's, that's the question that everybody asks, every politician ever, and I never had a good answer for it, which is probably why I lost. <laughs> 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 because you wanted to. Because I, like, I wanted to do it. I, that, that's the answer. It, it looked like a thing. I thought I, I wanted to help my community. I thought it would be fun to fun thing to do. I thought I could win. I didn't think I could win on that first one, but I did think I could win like eventually. Eventually. But then I just sort of started to realize, like, I don't even want to do this job.
3: Yeah. Because
1: uh, on, actually on election night, um, the, the, the numbers are coming in, you know, the, the results are coming in. They come in a district at a time. And early on, it looked like I was winning. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't supposed to win. <laughs> I wasn't supposed to win. <laughs> yeah, um, but it, and then I did lose. it. But but I was like – I was nervous for a hot minute. I was like, oh, god. <laughs> I might win. (laughs) Um, You actually have to work. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Politics are, I feel like they're very unforgiving. Yeah. I mean, and you just,
1: one of the things I've sort of learned um, is just, you don't want to have talking points though. You don't, you just want to, when people want to talk to a real person. So when they talk to you, just, just listen to their question and try to answer it as best you can. Don't try to pigeonhole in whatever Mm. you're trying to talk about. Right. Um, and also just that everybody, even though there's Republicans and there's Democrats and there's people in between, everybody's their own individual person. So – and I, and when I'm walking – when I would walk up to somebody's door as a politician, I'd know, OK, this is a person that's a Democrat. This is a person that's voted in every election. So I've already kind of come up with a character for this person, and that's really not a good thing to mm. do because – this could be a Democrat that's pro-gun. You know, they're not all uh, anti-gun or whatever. I mean there's so many shades of gray. So don't – even though you might know somebody's party affiliation, you really don't know anything about them. Mm. So that's something you really have to do when you're knocking on the door and talking to them for a few minutes. Try and figure out what it is that is important to them and start engaging with them on that. Mm. But, again, I would never want to run for office again. But if you are
2: thinking (laughs) about it, that's what you should do. That's what you should do. I mean, that's good advice. A lot of people do pigeonhole, just in general, people into whatever. Like, if you say you're one thing, it's like, here's all your beliefs now that we will attribute
3: Mm. you to.
1: And if you're a Republican, it's like, oh, it's all bad stuff. And same thing on the other side. It's like, oh, you're just thinking about all the stuff that you don't like about the Mm -hmm. other team. When there's – with everybody – Agrees on like ninety for five percent of all things.
2: yeah like most people yeah. like want the same thing. Yes, like health and safety for their family, yep. and you know, good things in their community. Yep.
1: Everybody, it, most everybody, feels exactly the same way about everything. It's just these little tiny differences where we split. Yeah. So,
2: mm. um, going back to books and reading, what are your favorite authors?
1: My favorite authors. Well, I I really like. I like Brandon Sanderson, who we came up with earlier. Um, Just if I'm going back in time a little bit, I really like Elmore Leonard a lot. Have you guys ever read him? Mm -mm. He's an older writer, but a lot of his uh, books did become movies. Um, What's an example? Uh, That uh, Quentin Tarantino movie, Jackie Brown. You guys familiar uh, with that? Oh, That's yeah, based that on movie. an Elmore Leonard novel. Um, and, but and he's kind of if I had to say whose style I'm most like, it would probably be him because he's very much a dialogue focused person. I mean, he actually has these ten rules of writing that I just like I follow <laughs> habitually, um, which is, and some of those would be like, don't describe things too much. Don't go into details about people and things more than you have to. Don't bo- keep the thing. Keep, keep momentum going. Mm.
0: Um, I feel like that's the opposite of Brandon Sanderson. Yeah. <laughs> yes. like, he, he goes really into detail. I
1: love Brandon Sanderson. I don't write like Brandon Sanderson.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good to have ever seen the writing.
0: Yeah.
1: I, I mean, I like a, a lot of different writers. I really liked, um, well, I, I think the most important... I like so many different writers, but the most important thing to me is just maintain momentum and maintain suspense. Because if you don't have any suspense, I don't I don't know that you can... I really don't know. It's not going to be interesting to me at all if it doesn't have any kind of suspense. Hmm. And suspense mainly would be like um, giving the character... Giving the reader information that the characters don't have is the best way, I think, to like create suspense. Like if you have... Three characters, like three of us right now talking, it's like, oh, this is, and then we blow up at the end. It's like, that wasn't a very tense scene. It was just like, it just but, but if the reader know, or oh, there's a bomb under the desk, they're like, get out of there. You know, it's yeah, the, it's a lot yeah, more yeah. tension. Um, so that would be the way like, mm. drive suspense.
0: You said you're also currently writing a second book.
1: Mm hmm. Totally different. <laughs> <laughs> Completely off the wall. Crazy one. Um, it's a... Uh, I'm almost embarrassed. It's a its a steampunk spy novel. Okay.
3: I
2: don't even know what that is. <laughs> well, steampunk, that's kind like, of a... I know what it looks like visually, but like, what is that in a book?
1: Well, you'll have to read the book and find out. Oh, <laughs> wow. oh,
2: I'm a reader. <laughs> it's a lot
1: of... Uh, it, it's, um, it's a lot of tech. What it is for me... Is I took kind of a 1930s aesthetic what I imagine if I lived in the 1930s what they thought the future would look like oh. and that's kind of the way I did it for this one
2: well that'll be an interesting it yeah, sounds very interesting very unique
1: that's this what I try to do I try to yeah I'm trying like I said I'm trying to write things for myself so I'm trying to
0: entertain
2: yeah. myself that's the way to go because yeah. then you just will attract other people who have your interests I hope
0: so yeah hope write so. something that you like as opposed to what you think other people would like right
2: now, you are from Delaware mm-hmm. and so this podcast is to help promote Delaware and Delawareans. What are some of your favorite places? Like where do you like to go eat at?
1: Where do I like to go eat at? Well I have um I live in Smyrna but I have a second home in um in Lewis, which is where the best restaurants are. I love agave. You guys mm. familiar with that?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Have you gone to the new one? On the I was about highway? to ask. I have
1: not been to the new one on the we highway haven't either. Up, but, but we uh, drive by and look at it. It Looks busy. I, uh, <laughs> I actually, I actually learned how to make the margaritas from there, and Ooh. they are they're a big hit at my parties. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, what's the key? What do they do different? Um,
1: fresh lime juice is the key thing. They, there's no mi- there's no mixtures or anything in the mixes those. Mixes
2: are so gross. Yeah. I always thought I hated margaritas until I had them made with like fresh ingredients, mm. and I was like, oh. I got a lime. I got a
1: lime squeezer just so I could make <laughs> agave margaritas.
0: You don't have one of those hand crank ones that? No, do
3: well, they I do use? now. Oh, you, to, oh, <laughs> I you do now. Man, <laughs> yeah, that's the
2: way to go.
0: So uh, in Lewis, is that where you go and seclude yourself from smart?
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> no. Well, we were um, renting it out through Airbnb in the summer and just using it as kind of a. Uh, that's how my wife kind of sold it on me. Like, oh, we'll buy a second home, but it'll be an income property. You know, we'll just. Yeah. <laughs> but that. Nope, she, she's like, I'm gonna keep my stuff there. Yeah. So.
0: <laughs> That's funny. So now, you
2: have a vacation
1: so now I have a vacation home, but it was I liked it when I just had it because I've had it for I guess two years. I liked it for just using it in the fall, using it in the winter, using it in the early spring, and then renting it out in the summer. But. I've been overruled, so okay.
0: <laughs> no yeah. renting it out now. No strangers sleeping in your place.
1: Yeah, well, that's that's the thing she didn't like. I'm like, come on, but they're well paying strangers. Like <laughs> <laughs> they're Airbnb paying
2: the It's So rent. weird. Though. I don't know if it's, it doesn't it feel like it's going down a little. Airbnb. Airbnb. It's like, yeah. like a shift, right?
1: No, the, you're absolutely right. It has, but um, our place looks pretty good. But no, it's. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah.
2: yeah. But it probably looks great because you also want to live there. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So that's, that's what I noticed. That used to be when we first started with Airbnb, like when they first came out, you would go to places and it's like, oh, someone lives here. So mm-hmm. it's like nice quality stuff. Mm-hmm. It's comfortable. And now we'll just do it for just Airbnb and they put like the crappiest yeah, stuff. Yeah, like, like Ikea yeah.
0: level stuff. And then you're
2: like this, you would never know something is needed if you didn't live there. So right. like half of like, this needs things.
0: Right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so the nicer ones are, I think, yeah. places where you'd want to live. For sure, or your wife is making you love.
1: Her. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> She's very excited. She's yeah. very excited. First, first summer coming up where we're not going to run it out. She's going to be very excited. Uh, That'll
0: be this, nice. This coming summer, twenty twenty-four. Yeah. Okay. And, no,
1: I got one more Wait. summer out of her last A yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Little last minute coming in. Yeah. It is really nice though to to be able to go down there, and yeah. though, I think the off season is the best season. Like right now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. It's nice. Now, see, see which festivals abso- coming up? Absolutely. Yeah. No,
1: actually, the climax of my book was originally at the Cape May Lewis Ferry. I ended up scrapping that ending. Oh man! It was originally at the Cape May. Lewis Are there Ferry.
0: any Delaware landmarks in there in any your book? Delaware landmarks?
1: No. I mean, it takes place in a lot of Delaware places, but like like the Del- like the Dover Public Library or something like that. No, it, <laughs> mo- most of it <laughs> most of it is just. Hey, we're in Camden, Wyoming. I did. I did include. Oh, okay.
0: did I, does it say Camden, Wyoming in your book? Yes. Oh, cool. Okay, oh, that's yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's oh, exciting. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it takes place in... Kent County, Delaware
0: and Maryland. I
1: don't think and, we uh, have any books that take place in Kent. County.
0: No, that's cool. This yeah. is
1: great. Yeah, I, at 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 way better. I way better than me trying to do it in New Hampshire. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> that is well, the Maps are so
2: deceiving. Like yeah. You ever look before you go to a place? And you're like, okay, this is oh, it seems so far. you're yeah. Like, oh, that's around the corner. Yeah. Yeah, like you could walk there.
1: Yeah, well, we were thinking about taking a vacation there, and it was just like, why am I doing this? Like, why am I going to go there? Because I couldn't get a real sense of it from the maps, like you said, yeah. but. um
2: is yeah. your other your next book also in Delaware, or is it supposed- no?
1: It's going to be totally fantastical craziness. Oh. Oh. It's, oh. it's going to be totally yeah. totally nuts. Um, I, hopefully, I haven't gone too far. <laughs> we'll
0: see. <laughs> how, how how far along are you in that book?
1: I would say I will be done with the first draft within the next.
0: Thirty days. Oh, cool!
2: And then, and that's in the brutal stuff. Yeah.
1: So. And then I and then I start, you know, bringing other people in to start tearing yeah. it apart.
0: You start paying people to yes. tell you so how bad you, it is. Yeah. Well, that's
2: the other
1: <laughs> thing too. I want this one to be good, so my wife will keep letting me spend money on my books and making them good. <laughs> well,
0: that's where the marketing comes <laughs> yeah,
2: in, right? That's the way to go. Yeah, you got to get enough
1: that you earn your like, yes. even at least. Yeah, right? that's that was my goal. I was like, because people were asking hey, how much do you want to make. I was like, I want to make zero. I want to get to yeah. zero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: It has to be like that. Yes, but you never
0: know. Yeah, what are you selling your book for?
1: Um, that is an excellent question that I don't have an answer for. <laughs> we'll find
2: uh, out. It's because on uh, Amazon. It's on Amazon. Amazon. I, can, <laughs> it's on
1: <laughs> Amazon. Uh, I think it's. Um, I think the Kindle version and don't quote me on this. I think it's three dollars and fifty cents, and the. Paperback version is like maybe twelve ninety nine, okay, something like that. But don't quote me on that. But I'm be—that's pretty close.
0: Yeah, just buy all of your own books, and then yeah. you can tell your wife, "Look, we broke even. Yeah, I, Someone <laughs> bought
1: a bunch of books." Well, I bought—I I actually put in an order for a bunch of them, so I could do events and stuff. Mm. But. The publisher sent me like a box of religious children's books, and I
0: oh, no, the wrong books, the wrong books <laughs> <laughs> very so, unfortunate change yeah, so
1: now i'm like I'm scrambling, i'm trying to get some books as quickly as yeah, I can. some
0: church and... school somewhere got your books
1: oh, they're going to be freaked out <laughs> they're, <right here. laughs> they're <laughs> going to be freaked out. <laughs> 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 That I thought of that. That's pretty. That's
0: <laughs> well, you said your book was 18 plus. Too.
1: <laughs> no, it's definitely
3: 18 plus. It's gonna, children are be shocked.
1: They are definitely going to be shocked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It'll be a banned book. <laughs>
2: Is there anything else you want to leave mm, all the listeners with?
1: No, no. Just thank you so much for having me on. It's been great.
2: Yeah, well, we're really excited to read your book. And great. so we'll make sure to also share a link, the Amazon link, in mm-hmm. this description so people can purchase it right from here.
1: Perfect. Thanks so much.
3: Yeah, we're, yeah we're Awesome. Affiliate link,
2: All right.
3: so, yeah, yeah, we make you can some. do it. Hey, no, <laughs> don't
2: worry about it, <laughs> please. <laughs> but uh, this is this is a beautiful cover, and it's a great book that looks like um, it'll be a lot of fun to read, or it sounds yeah. like a lot. I'm of fun excited, to read. It. I want to read it. Yeah, it sounds like your kind of book, actually. Yeah, Frank's uh, just getting into reading recently. Yeah, oh.
0: I know we were just signing off, but um, I'm a really bad reader, a <laughs> uh, slow reader, and I just didn't read a lot. Yeah, actually, no, that's not true. I read a lot when i was younger mm-hmm. but my comprehension wasn't very good so it just didn't make sense to me growing up right and then i just stopped reading yeah well right. textbooks were the only things i read
2: <laughs> what would be the one book you'd recommend for frank if you had to like get somebody into reading i've been trying to give him all my favorite books but some mommy's like okay get somebody into reading
1: because all my favorite books are so comprehensive. Like I love, of course, you guys have probably seen Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Those, each one of those books were probably my favorite book until I read the subsequent book. Mm. But those are a bear to get through. So mm-hmm. I don't even
0: know. Why. I've read. I have a Brandon Sanderson book, and I only ever get through like a third because
1: well, it
3: gets. His are beast, so intelligent, but I will Detail. tell you,
1: his first book, Elantris. Hmm. Have you read that one? That one's mm-hmm. a one-off. He usually writes these big, gargantuan, epical things. We've seen it. Yeah, it's I have
0: that happened. one right there, the blue in the blue series on the far left. The oh
1: yeah, I've read that one. It's that and, one's very good, yeah. but it is
0: a bear. The way of King. and it's a series too, right? And it's yeah. a
1: series. I actually, I read the first one. I read the second one. He started to lose me a little bit in the middle of the third one, and I haven't gotten back into it. But his um, that his book Elantris is Elantris. very good. It's a it's a one-off. Self contained story. If, if, we if, call it. It's if, pretty
0: covered. If Brandon's listening, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you gotta slow it down, buddy.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, that one's probably old. That one's probably like 2004 or something, but it is very good. And it is self contained. That, okay. If you were interested in him, I'd say that's a good one to go with.
2: All right, we'll get that book for you. Yeah,
0: yeah sounds month. good. Well, yeah, I'm excited for this book, too. Perfect. Yeah. Right,
2: well, thank all you so much for coming
0: on. All right, thanks, guys. Yeah, thank you. <sighs> Thank you for listening to the 302 Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Frank Chi, with my lovely wife and co-host, Dr. Megan Epps. We are your local nervous system-based chiropractors who have a passion for contributing to our community and giving back as we have been so lucky to be blessed living here in Delaware. We've created this as a way to support our community through showcasing local small businesses and people who are making a difference in Delaware. The best way for you to support those who have been featured and our local Delaware podcast is to follow, share, and like us over at Instagram. Our handle is at the302podcast. If you would like to be a guest or sponsor, please visit our website at the302podcast.com. If you are interested in chiropractic care or reaching out to myself or Dr. Epps, visit our website at doverhealthcarecenter.com and send us a message. We look forward to sharing more with you through this year and beyond.